0: Welcome to the Beginning to Live podcast, a show where we go from surviving to thriving, from broken to beautiful. I am Ashley Zubkowska, and I know last week I kind of left things on a to be continued. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, definitely do that. It basically just goes over my story and and why I'm doing this and what the whole point of this podcast is about and, and probably gives me some credibility into... This whole beginning to live movement or journey that I'm on uh, again. So go check that out if you haven't already. But the To Be Continued, the next part of my journey is all about, as you might have guessed, healing. And little backstory on that. I, you know, as, as I mentioned in, you know, a lot of my last episode that I I want to heal. I don't want to just manage my symptoms. I don't want to just deal with the pain to the best of my ability. I want to heal and truly live again. And so for the last, you know, probably six months at the worst, the peak of, of my, a lot of my illness and at the peak of a lot of my pain that I have honestly ever felt in my entire life, I just started praying and and praying a lot of uh, uh, to heal and to for someone to come into my life to heal me. I am a firm believer that there are people out there that have that gift and and God is powerful. We can't you know, I can't put limits on what he can and and cannot do. And so I just kept praying, you know, Lord, send someone my way to heal me and you know, I even <laughs> looked into different people and, like, Googled people that have it and Googled YouTube videos. I mean, I just, I was desperate, really. And and every time I still got the same kind of response, so to speak, which was be patient. Um, also, there are things that you have to do, actually. There, there are very toxic people in your life that, that you might have to let go, uh, that you need to stop being so attached to. And that was really hard because I was so broken and so defeated and and empty as a human being that I just I didn't know what to do and and so I continued to pray and pray for help and that's exactly what God did a family friend recommended this specialist in Arizona and said that she you know you know she has a gift and she has a gift of knowing how to treat people knowing how to heal people through Yes, her God-given gift, but also through natural remedies and herbs and supplements and body manipulation and you know a, a lot of different techniques that isn't just her. And you know, of course, at that point we're desperate, and so we make the appointment and waited, of course, because it takes always takes time to get into to get in to see anyone. And I was just crumbling. I was, I didn't even know if I was going to make it to see her. And it was scary because literally my life was riding on this doctor at that point. I, every single day was pushing through just to get another day closer to see her because that's really all I had left. And, and I was feeling led to go see her. I was feeling God at work, but there were still things that had to be done. And genuinely everything came to a head, so to speak the day I went to see this doctor and it made it where again I literally had nothing left to lose I remember driving to see her and just so beyond empty not even empty but you know for me it's sad to say that it would it would have felt better to feel empty but I was so full of of apprehension and fear and pain and defeat and all of the worst things that I, like I said, I literally had nothing left to lose. And so we, I go to this doctor just literally basically in tears before I even see her because I knew she was my last hope. And I knew that I didn't know, I didn't even know how to look past the next day. I didn't even know how to anticipate the next day because everything was riding on her. And so I go and see her and walk in in her little office and... She's not a traditional doctor. Uh, for those that know, you know, she's a naturopathic doctor, and I'm no expert. And everything that I say and and discuss and talk about is just how it relates to my life, how I interpret, you know, everything going on. Um, I definitely try to do, and have done tons and tons of research throughout the years, but all of it is in relation to me and my symptoms. And so if there are things that I say that, that you know, that I miss, that are things that I don't say, uh, please forgive me on that. I Again, I'm just trying to explain things to what I know and in relation to my journey and my life. So f- what I understand of a naturopathic doctor is they basically listen to your body for what it needs to heal. Uh, they believe, and this doctor believes and told me that You know, there are only two things that really know, that truly know your body, and it's your spirit, it's your own, it's within you, your own body, and God himself. And just in the same way that a cut and a broken bone know how to heal and fix itself within the body, in the same way that, you know, your organs and and all aspects of your body know how to heal and can heal. Sometimes we just get in our own way and we put foreign things. We, put, uh, we get hurt, we get injured, um, and we, we stop that natural cycle of, of true health and, and living. And so the naturopathic doctor kind of comes in and figures out and listens to the body to see and, he- and, and hear what it needs in order, again, to truly heal and they do that in a variety of ways. This doctor did reflexology, uh, which again can, you know, uh, I, I've been to a few naturopathic doctors in the past and, and have gotten the best results from them, but for whatever reason couldn't continue to see them. Um, so every and everyone has done things slightly different. But she, you know, went through the process of listening to my body, doing different pressure points to see where, you know, what what the core of the problem was, what, you know, what's hurting, what's bad. And I'm not kidding you, every single pressure point, every single thing that she did, every single test, there was something off. Which, with all my symptoms, with everything going on, that makes sense, right? And, And so, you know, she... She's going through the list and and starts off. He's like, "You know what, well, Ashley, I, I know what's wrong with you." Uh, and at first, you know my heart's just like in my throat. I'm, I'm already tearing up. But she goes, "Well, first thing is, you know, the, it's there's a lot of depth to it. It's not as simple, it's not simple, uh, but it is fixable. And we have to start with the core. We have to start with the big, bad guys, like the the ones that are causing the most damage, and then work our way from there. Um, and so the first thing is that most parts of your brain are functioning at about 1%. And yes, 1%, whereas a normal human being should be operating at a, in the high 90s, and I'm operating at 1%. And she, the thing that made me break, which obviously I was already pretty broken, was the fact that she, that she said you know, you're, you're just existing right now, Ashley, nothing, nothing in your body is working. You're just existing. And, um, if you had, you know, again, if you listened to my last podcast and, and know any part of me, you know, that, that that's how I've been feeling. That's m- like kind of how I explain things is like my, and even less than that, I feel like I'm less than existing because at least with existing, maybe you're not feeling as much pain, but I was in so much constant pain that, even existing was, was better than, than what I was going through. And so for the fact that someone in, in this crazy, strange way, and I know people out there that are, that are in pain, that you know, are, are sick, um, are hurting, when someone acknowledges and that the pain that you're going through, there's this level of, of relief and release in that in this strange way that someone finally gets it that someone's finally on the same page as me not that i accept and and want the pain and suffering but someone gets it and that's the first step in in healing and and finally getting in a in a good direction when someone finally gets it and and someone that you know can that knows what to do to to heal it as well and so of course now i'm like crying and breaking down and and she goes on to explain that you know my hypothalamus is, is the first thing that's really out of whack, the first thing that's operating at 1% and you know so obviously that's where all my hormones and amino acids are coming from. And so my hormones, all of that are so out of whack that it's it's causing chaos in my body in, in the hormones alone. So of course I'm going to have all of the like all of these in, intense feelings. everything's gonna be so intense because my, I, I'm not really even producing any hormones. And I'm not producing anything to balance those hormones or produce the right amount. I mean, any, it's, it's almost not operable at this point. And then, you know, kind of going down the list of the penile gland and and every, you know, kind of all aspects of, of, um, of the brain and how because of that, all of them now are operating at about 1%. So, you know, not, I'm not producing the nitrooxide oxide that produces the chemicals to release the hormones and amino acids. I mean it's just it's all a cycle, right? And and nothing's operating. I mean, I'm 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 at the brink of being non-operable of my brain not functioning at all. And so that that in itself was this huge wake-up call but also like yes, that's exactly how it feels. It feels like like I'm I'm fading Fading fast, and I'm dying. I'm. I. That's. That's how it. That's how it was. You know, nearly a decade ago when I first got sick, and and again within the last year. That's. It's how it's felt again, but in a in a different way, in a more intense way. And so for there to be proof of that um, was in itself a blessing in this crazy, crazy way. But that was just the beginning. Uh, she, you know, then goes down the list, and shows that you know my blood is extremely thick it's not it's not flowing properly it's all globbed up it's it's bad my blood flow is terrible right now and obviously you know that can cause a, a slew of issues she said i was months away from a heart attack with how thick my blood was and of course that's going to cause major, major heart issues, which I have, you know, it's going to cause the irregular heartbeat, cause the POTS, cause really, it is a core to the intensity uh, of of my illness. Because when the blood is thick, no nutrients or vitamins or those hormones. I mean, nothing can, nothing can flow through, right? And so all those chemicals, all those hormones, like all, all those hormones that I might be able to get aren't even able to get to the appropriate spots within my body because of that on top of the major health risks of having thick blood that can you know obviously cause heart attacks and 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 cause death and so that became a huge focal point as well if I don't have if I can't clean out my blood and clear up my blood there's no use in doing anything else so uh we talked about that and and all that goes into it, right? And and another aspect of it was uh, calcium and how vital cal- calcium is to every single human being uh, because calcium is what helps thin the blood, which helps clean the blood. And if we don't, so if we don't have the appropriate amount of calcium, which I was, I had nothing. I didn't have any calcium in my system. I didn't have, because I wasn't able to, you know, I'm not able to to uh, absorb anything. So of course I'm not gonna have any calcium in my system. Not only that, but another reason why I don't I'm not producing calcium, I'm not absorbing calcium, is because my parathyroid is not operating and not functioning at all. It's at zero percent. And that's that's what distributes the calcium within our body and throughout our body. And so she wanna explain that I'm still getting calcium and I'm, but the parathyroid is still taking calcium where it can get it, not from the nutrients or not from the not from, from external factors, from, but from within my own body. So it's it's taking it from my bones and my joints, it's taking it wherever it can get it. And so of course, that's where all of all of my joint problems and and you know mus- my muscle cramping. Where my AS is coming from, where my my spine is is fusing together because all my calcium is literally being sucked out of out of my body because the parathyroid isn't operating; it's not working properly. And then it's like this vicious cycle that, that because of that, you know, the parathyroid's not going to work because I'm not getting any calcium, and I'm not getting calcium because the parathyroid's not working, and it's just this this vicious cycle, right? And a crazy thing with that was that she said the parathyroid is is one of the like the bullies on the playground it's one of the big things and one of the huge causes of me getting sick. And why that's crazy is because the first thing that I was diagnosed with was Hashimoto's was my was thyroid. And that was again the very early stages of me getting sick. Doctors didn't really know a lot of what was going on. But that in itself is so wild and crazy that this person that didn't know anything about me and anything about my medical history or my life said that the, the cause of it was, or, and the start of it, was my thyroid to begin with. And it, it just kind of, I guess, for me, and, and I get there are definitely skeptics out there. I get it's sometimes hard to believe this, type of practice and, and these ways of healing because it's not Western medicine. It's not what we were taught. I totally get it. I was there. I was skeptical. But until you're in this situation and until you hear it and see it with your own eyes and experience it, it changes you and and you have you know, I, I get I have nothing left to lose in, in believing this and in going through this process. But all these little things are, for me, affirmations that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be at and, and that there is truth in it. And so, you know, she went then down kind of the list of other major things that were wrong and found that my spleen was operating at um, it was operating at 1% as well. She found that my liver was operating at about 20%. My stomach was, as you probably all could guess, just in complete array. It was non, really non-operable at all. It was so inflamed and red, and it was just not really operating at all. In fact, another big thing that she discovered was that my stomach had been lodged up into basically the bottom of where my sternum is. It was about four to five inches raised. And for years I had felt pain in that area and gone to doctors and physical therapy and, you know, gone to so many different places. Some thought it was a hernia. Some thought, you know, kind of had their own ideas of what it could be and and nothing ever worked. And I I mean, honestly, probably I've had this pain pain for most of and, and had this issue for most of my life because I can even trace it back to when I was in middle school and I would have pain in that area and, and not understand why um, and it was because my stomach was was out of place and and so that's of course going to cause major major issues when your stomach isn't in its appropriate lining right so she went and, and actually worked with my stomach and worked to push it back down into its appropriate position and all of that is uh, the body manipulation, takes time, right? Because your body, it, it grows accustomed to where it's at. In the same way, when you throw something out, it kind of builds tissue and scar tissue and, and around those areas. Um, but because my stomach was like that, my gallbladder, which my, I, was, I had probably about four years ago, was, had, did a test. And they found that my gallbladder was not functioning properly. And, and she goes and and explains why it's that, you know, because my stomach is raised so much, it's actually higher. It was actually higher than my gallbladder. So there was a backwash of stuff from my stomach into my gallbladder and my gallbladder wasn't able to empty properly and do its job properly because of the stomach. And, you know, all these explanations that just make complete sense and, and, um, are so accurate to what I'm feeling and what I've what I'm going through, right? And then she goes on to explain, of course, that my large intestines and small intestines aren't operating at all because of all this and because my liver, and, you know, just everything goes hand in hand. So when one thing's off, it causes, it it makes something else have to work an overtime to compensate, right? And so after years and years of this compensation and lack of production and lack of, of working properly, there's no more give anymore. So... Yeah, maybe ten years ago when I was first getting sick or first seeing the signs I should say of being sick, I had a lot more give than I do now. And and so nothing is operating properly. So I'm not absorbing any any nutrients, anything, you know, any vitamins or medications that other doctors were giving me, any food that I was able to eat. In fact, yeah, my body was rejecting all of that and that's why I was I can't eat very well. I like, I can't drink anything very well because my stomach and and intestines and liver and gallbladder aren't and spleen nothing's working everything's operating anywhere from one percent to twenty percent and and it's not operating well um and not able to absorb anything so it's again like like it was nearly nearly a decade ago and probably about eight seven eight years ago when I was diagnosed with this my body was shutting down it was it was it wasn't responding to anything anymore and it was slowly dying and that's where where I've been at, at just as of recent in the same exact boat uh just with a new slew of diagnosis that prevented the doctors prevented maybe me from from seeing what was actually going on and ways to actually heal the body because I was just looking at how do I treat these diseases rather than heal my body um and and so, th- she put me on a two-week regimen of like the highest probiotics out there. I think it was like 62 billion or something like that, um, which is supposed to, you know, obviously is going to really help the help that and help me start to absorb all of these nutrients. and And I'll go over everything that she has recommended just for my own documentation and just to throw out you know some of these herbs and some of these supplements that we all should be taking that we all should be on for our own health Um, but again so then she went through my adrenals and my adrenals were operating at two percent and along with that my kidneys were operating at two percent so basically it was happening in the same way with like my stomach and, and my intestines and and all of that that they were trying to compensate for each other so my kidneys were trying you know to that my adrenals were basically pawning off their responsibilities onto the kidneys and then the kidneys were trying to pawn that off and so it was basically causing all of all of the toxins all of the bad stuff that naturally gets excre- naturally gets excreted out naturally gets removed from the body was being held onto and stored, basically it transitioned into different organs that couldn't handle it, couldn't deal with it because they're basically almost non-operable at at this point too. And so it was just causing this chaos, right? And then, of course, because of that, it's going to cause, it's this ripple effect. It's like when your body's good and healthy, it's going to naturally crave the things that it needs. It's going to naturally perform in the way it needs, uh and 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 absorb and work properly and if something you know bad does enter the system it's able to reject it or deal with it in in the right way but mine isn't so now of course all i'm gonna be craving is sugar and 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 salt and that's all my body and all my cells are absorbing is the sugar and salt it's not absorbing any any amino acids or anything good to um to, again, you know, basically, you know, just whatever it needs to to function properly and and to get rid of toxins, get rid of the bad in the body and, and keep the good, right? And my body is doing the opposite right now. It's rejecting and not accepting anything good in the system, but holding on to everything bad. And that's why I have, you know, that's why I have all these toxins in my system. That's why I have... Anything you know? Anything that all of us come in contact with and can naturally get rid of, I can't, and that in itself isn't, of course, going to cause major issues, right? And and so going through through everything, those were those were the main things. So if my brain isn't isn't producing the right chemicals and the hormones and isn't operating properly. Then, then my body is going to be in an utter array. So I need to be able to produce um, all the right hormones and amino acids, and produce you know, produce the, natri- the nitro the oxide in order to have a balanced system, right? And then in order to to for that all that to flow properly, I need my blood to be cleaned and and flow and not be thick anymore. Um, I need my parathyroid to work. I need my kidneys and and my adrenals to work. Um, I need my stomach and my intestines to start absorbing things. Right, if none of these work, then everything else, my liver and my spleen, you know, my my diet, my external physical pains, uh, my gallbladder, all these things don't matter. I can try and treat them. I can try and work with them. I can try and eat healthy. I can try and take supplements, but it. It's not doing anything until I fix these core issues, right? And so she put me on basically, you know, and and again, listening to the body, discovered that it would take about three months to heal these aspects of my body. And to do so, I've been put on a a heavy amount of calcium and magnesium and phosphate. You know, that together is obviously probably the biggest thing that all of us should be taking because calcium man is so so vital to um, us being able to absorb all the nutrients and, and have, you know, just be healthy. Calciums so important. Um, so I'm on that. And then in order to basically in order to make the gas needed in, in my brain, she put me on an L orthanine or orthanine and turmeric. and basically it's like an am- amino acids. And, and mix with the calcium, create this da- this gas naturally in the body. So I'm eating you know, my brain in that until it can naturally start producing it on its own. And then I'm taking uh, American ginseng as well to help uh, with that process, to help with brain functionality. And then taking uh, gouda Cola, which is going to help with, uh, with, well, with that as well, everything that I'm taking works together and all aids. in in the same way, um, just kind of brings its own elements. The guticola is going to help with the penile gland. Um, and then I'm taking burdock root, which is going to help with the parathyroid. It's going to help, you know, clean out the blood as well. Oregon grape is going to help with the adrenals and the kidneys. And then, of course, taking uh, the probiotics for two weeks, which is going to help my intestines and help everything kind of all come together. Oh, and then one, like, side thing that she said that I thought was crazy, and there's a lot of things that she would just tell me, and, like, you you know, you're probably struggling with this, right? Or this is probably going on, right? And it was stuff that I, I wanted to bring to her attention and tell her, and I never I never did. She would beat me to it every time. And so a couple weeks before I had come in, um, I started... I had it a, like a, a really bad temperature, like 101 degree temperature. And if that kind of puts in perspective how bad I was feeling, I had 101 degree temperature and I felt no different. I was, the pain actually I felt, I felt like as bad as I usually do. So the pain that I usually do is equivalent, if not worse than having a high, high degree temperature. And for me and my, my body temperature, because of, of a lot of my illnesses, the circulatory diseases that I have, I, my natural core temperature is low. So I'm at anywhere from like a high 96 to a low 97 degree temperature. So anything above like a 99 is really, really high for me. And and I went to the doctor for that a few weeks ago and they said, yeah, you know, you probably just have like a, a an infection somewhere, maybe like a kidney infection um you know I can give you antibiotics if you want but honestly just kind of drink water or whatever you know they they didn't do anything and within with her just talking she's to me she's like you know you you have a, a an infection in your colon and and again I didn't tell her anything I didn't explain anything but she knew that that I had an infection and then Another thing that she said is, you know, she asked if do you have problems with your eyes, and again, another recent thing is was I was having issues with my eyes. I um I always like they, they would always tear up. They would always if I would lay on one side, like I'd always have uh, tears come out of them. Um, they're always I was experiencing vertigo and dizziness and a lot of just issues with my eyes. That of course was caused from just the the basic shutdown of my brain right but the fact that like these little things that I wanted to talk to her about and she specifically pointed out was just a miracle in itself Um, and, and so you know I went away and because of the severity of of my illness we went back a week later and this time to focus on the kind of the physical aspect of of my illness and Kind of going with the crazy stories, the first thing she said, you know I was having some some stomach issues, some major you know intestinal issues to just be so blunt. And she asked me, she, you know the first thing she asked is, is that. like, you know what what's going on there and and asked me very specific questions. I won't go into the details of that, but she goes very specific questions into the you know into what I was experiencing. and everything she asked was exactly what I was going through. And without batting a lot an eye, she was like, you know, you don't. Luckily, you don't have Crohn's disease because where everything at is in the lower part of your of your intestines, but you have colitis. And based on my symptoms, based on how I was feeling, colitis made a lot of sense. And so, you know, on top of the dozen other things that I have, you know, diagnosed with colitis, and and that was in a way it was like relieving because. So much of of my issues and and just like, not that they're the major ones and they've always taken a back seat, you know, my stomach and and just always feeling really bad was, you know, within my stomach and my intestines. Uh, So just to get that diagnosis was nice to know that that's part of, you know, what's just, just what's going on. Right. And so she goes and starts with working with my stomach again and moving that back down because that's such a vital part to, uh, to my stomach health, to not causing a lot of pain because when your stomach is shoved into your sternum obviously that's going to cause a a lot of pain (laughs) and it was it was and that was one of the biggest things that's why I couldn't eat very much that's why I I struggled so much and and I'm struggling so much it's because that dang stomach is is so out of whack right um and then she kind of, I just explained everything and explained that, yeah, I, my, I'm i just in pain. Everything from head to toe is in pain. And so she kind of, she took the time to go through every single part of my body from head to toe and listen to it and, and work, work it out. And so basically my cranium was out of place. The uh, very tip top of my neck um, that connects, you know, that connects, my skull to my neck, and I there's I know there's a term for that, and she told me, and I'm blanking off the top of my head, but that was um out of place, and she had to work that back into alignment. Um, my back, which I mentioned earlier, I you know I've been diagnosed with scoliosis, and you know the AS, and basically my right shoulder was two inches higher and lifted compared to my left shoulder, um, and then the middle of my back was also hyperextended quite a bit and she this is the miracle part of it is she worked it out I you know laid on my stomach and my mom was there and literally saw my back get worked back into alignment and there was an an even you know it just just seeing that there was proof just through body manipulation you know I've been going to physical therapy for months And they did nothing. They couldn't do anything. And it's no, uh, like no disrespect to them because I really appreciated all they did for me. But within one visit, within twenty minutes, she was able to work my back completely back into place. Right, and then she goes down to my rib cage, and my rib cage is out of out of place. If you know me at all, like that has been another major cause of pain. Uh, And you, you, I've always seen it. I've always seen that my ribs were if I were to stand straight were shifted to the left and you could see it right and so of course that's going to cause major pain when your rib cage is out of place and jabbing into who knows what and and causing immense pain that way Um, my shoulders were out of alignment how to work that back in because I've dislocated my well both both shoulders quite a few times Um, She then went down to my pelvis and basically my pelvis was in the complete opposite direction of where it needed to be. It wasn't just slightly off. It was completely tilted in the opposite direction that it, that it needed to be in. She then went down to my knees and my knees are the same way. They were at a socket um, because of my pelvis Uh, and, and then went to my hip and my hip which that's a story for another time. Uh, was kind of the start of a lot of my external pain. I dislocated my hip on a study abroad program about four years ago in Jordan, and basically uh, never got it back into place fully. Never got it fully healed. I, I I know I've known it's caused me immense issues throughout the years, but I and I know I've like re-dislocated it or re-injured it but it never fully healed and and so in this one visit she was able to put it back into place and 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 fix it um and and so yeah literally from head to toe i was a broken mess um and it didn't end there the what got more wild was that and again like i said she has a gift and and a god-given gift and she kind of divulged a little bit of that information and in that you know she's she said that she just she can see people's bodies and see what's wrong with them. Um, What a lot of doctors won't admit and won't show is that, you know, if we're in accidents, if we get injured, a lot of our major organs can shift and move around in the body. And of course, it's going to cause huge issues um, that never get fully worked out. And uh, so she could see that my spleen was out and wasn't Operating and she literally like put her hands on it and, and manipulated it enough to get some movement back into the spleen She found that my kidneys were like three or four inches below where they should have been Like they were at the very bottom of my back um, And she, you know, was able to shift those back up My bladder and uh, Yeah, my bladder was shifted down my, I mean, just a slew of things, everything was shifted one way or another, she, like shifted down. Everything was shifted down except my stomach, which ironically was shifted up. And she was able to, to uh, fix and and manipulate and, and move all those organs back to their, where they're sup- supposed to be naturally in the body. And so if they're shifted so, like, if they're shifted so far away, of course, they're not going to function properly and work properly because there it's just you know if the chain is broke it's not gonna it's not gonna allow the bike to to move right and I was already operating with no no gas in the tank and no oil in the tank and then now the chain's broken so I again just just examples of how of how messed up my body is and was and won't be for very much longer but that's just the reality of it. Right. And um, and so, you know, we kind of talked about like why, why, why all this was and a lot of it was probably, yeah, when I was born, the traumatic birth, a lot of it, I was susceptible to some of these illnesses like the EDS, just being born with long bones and joints, um, getting Lyme's disease didn't help when I was little. Just a ton of things definitely contributed The icing on the cake, though, were all the injuries that I had, and it it makes sense. And and of course, the um, just the yeah all the extra elements that I put in my body, putting braces on um, when I was allergic to nickel, having metal fillings, uh, created a very toxic environment for my body in middle school, which was the beginning of me starting to see the signs of being sick. And then getting into high school, I you know I had a lot of those major concussions. I was getting beat up and, and banged around a lot through you know just being so intensely in sports for for um, a good chunk of time. And ironically when I got that first concussion was when was when I started to go downhill. was the beginning of this journey, was the beginning of, of me starting to get sick? It was almost immediately after that concussion that everything happened. And then ironically, um, I got two concussions in in a matter of two, (laughs) oh man, it sounds bad. In a matter of six months, I got two concussions about four, about five years ago. And again, you know, going back, that's when this cycle of my illness started again, was right around that time. And so there could be a correlation there probably that probably is, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was the trigger that my body didn't need <laughs> uh, to create this mass chaos, to create this shutdown and, and yeah, uh, this shutdown of, of, of my body and of my life, really. And, and so all of that to say that this is going to take time. Uh, it's not the instant healing that I was praying for, but it is the healing that I need and I feel so strongly that God has a plan now. He's working towards it. I'm working towards it. Uh, I got to stay on this regiment. I have to see her to keep, you know, get my body back in alignment. But I know God has a plan. I know I'm I'm on the right I'm on the right path now, and I am so excited. Uh, and said, I so I know I always say I'm so excited because because I am. Uh, it's been the hope that I needed. I walked, I've, I've walked away from these appointments, a new person, not that I'm healed right now, but I'm getting there, and I believe a hundred percent that I'm gonna get there, and and I'm I'm like <laughs> gosh, I'm excited again to to share this and to show this. Next episode, I'll be able to kind of you know go over what, how I'm feeling, what I'm doing. At that point, it'll probably be about almost a month since I had seen her originally. And I'll be able to share, you know, a month process of of all this. And so, again, thank you for listening. I'm excited for next week. Until then, let's all begin to live.